Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Mighty Emotions podcast. On this episode, we are talking about the difference between disassociating and being emotionally regulated. So how to know when you're disassociating and how to know when you're just able to bring yourself back to a calm, regulated state because it can feel a bit the same. I also go into what to look out for if you're doing this work on your own without support because it is really important that we're just aware of what could happen if we're new to this work and we're not being guided by someone. It's not that we can't do this work alone, but we do need to just be mindful of certain things so we can be taking care of ourselves as we do it. I also want to let you know that on May 26th, I'm having a live journaling workshop. It's going to be at 7.30 p.m. So the link to register is going to be in the description. And I would love to see you there. We are going to go through how to use journaling practices to process our emotions. I'm going to be teaching you some of the regulation techniques that I teach my private clients. We're going to have a chance to journal together, and then I'm going to be able to offer you a resource from there so that you can continue the work on your own. So if you're interested in that, check out the bio below or go to my Instagram at mighty underscore emotions and get the link to register for my free journaling workshop. And I'm excited to see you there. Now let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Mighty Emotions Podcast, where we talk openly about our emotions so that we can have the capacity to receive more of what life has to offer. I'm your host, Giselle. I'm an emotional resilience coach, and my mission is to empower you and equip you with the tools to take control of your life by learning to master your emotions. If you're ready to eliminate negative patterns of avoiding and numbing so you can have inner peace, increase self-esteem, improve your relationships with others, and get more out of life, then keep listening. So today's episode came from something my client asked me, which is a really great question. And I was like, oh, I should do a podcast episode on this because if she's thinking this, other people are probably thinking this. She asked me how to know the difference between disassociating and the emotional regulation techniques we were going through. And I loved that question because it made me reflect on my own past experience disassociating. I was big big on disassociating. That was one of my defense behaviors, my defensive behaviors. And it's really common defensive behavior. And it's it's our body's way of protecting us when we're overwhelmed. We shut down and we kind of go numb and we feel nothing. We disconnect from our bodies. We get out of our bodies. We kind of get out of our minds even. We're just like floating above ourselves. And I would disassociate a lot, just kind of it would be foggy, like brain foggy. I would just kind of be like zoned out. And sometimes even now, knowing the emotional skills that I have, if I haven't been taking care of myself or, you know, it's been really tough parenting life, just life in general, running a business, all these things can can be stressful, right? And if if we're not taking care of ourselves and we're not mindful, as mindful as I am, there are there are times for sure Um, when I have been just overwhelmed, especially like when I was new to motherhood and we were in the middle of a pandemic and there was just so much overwhelm and there was so much I had to do and so much I didn't know how to do. And I would disassociate and I would just zone out. I just wouldn't be able to be present. And 
she asked me this, I think, because I, we were going, it was early in, in our coaching relationship. And when I first start working with my clients, we focus on your relationship to your emotions and how to process your emotions in a healthy way. And part of that is kind of teaching them the, these somatic techniques to get into their bodies and learning this was like, oh, I feel calmer, like this emotion just like passed through me and I feel calm and and it kind of mirrors disassociating because we feel a sense of calm, like we don't feel anything when we're disassociating, right? But the difference between disassociating and emotional regulation is that when we are disassociating, we get out of our body and when we're processing our emotions, we're getting into our body. So we're actually going deeper into our bodies and really honing in on what we're feeling and fully feeling it all and letting that energy move and eventually settle. Like it it doesn't even settle, it kind of dissolves. So when you get really skilled at this, it, it's a faster process. But in the beginning, it's like, and I mean, it's pretty fast, even in the beginning, if you're doing it guided. But if you do it on your own, and I made a reels about this because this is really important. If you try to do these practices without guidance, you can maybe go too fast too soon or too far too fast and actually lead yourself into a state of disassociating because you overwhelm your system so much that it shuts down. So it is really important to either do it really, really incrementally and really slowly or to get guidance and support with this when you're starting out, especially if you're used to disassociating and you're used to numbing and avoiding your emotions, because it can feel similar in the beginning. It's like that comforting feeling of just like feeling okay and re like returning to a state of alignment and being open-hearted. But the difference is that disassociating while you disconnect from the feeling so you don't feel horrible, you disconnect from yourself as well whereas emotional regulation techniques and the, the practice that i take my clients through is you're getting deeply connected to yourself you're getting to really know yourself because when you connect to your honest emotions and you tune into your body and you connect to your body that actually strengthens your intuition it strengthens your ability to trust yourself it strengthens your ability to know yourself and so it's very very different than disassociating. It's very, very intentional and deliberate instead of the automatic kind of protective shutdown behavior that disassociating is. So I hope that makes sense. I think that, again, like I said, it's really important to get support with this in the beginning or to do it really, really slowly. Even with my clients, I give them homework, but it's very, very gradual. It's meant to just be enough and it builds over time it's incremental we're not trying to send our bodies into shutdown um, because it's it's like i said disassociating is like an automatic process it's not something that we have to really intentionally do it's something that we're built it's built into us to protect us but it leaves us disconnected from ourselves it leaves us you know unaware of what we need it leaves us detached it leaves us you know feeling okay feeling like a that numbing that bombing that comforting 
but it never allows us to get to the root and it never allows us to build the skills to deal with the distress in the future. And it kind of ends up compounding the stress within us, which can lead to our bodies breaking down. Whereas this practice of feeling all of our feelings and processing them fully and letting that energy move through our bodies completes that stress cycle, I've heard it called. It completes the circle of like, okay, I've had the emotional experience and now it's complete and I'm open to receiving a different emotional experience, which is usually positive emotions, calm state, open-heartedness, and feeling like connected and in alignment. That's the whole purpose of processing our emotions. Like when we disassociate, we, we remain misaligned, but when we process our emotions, we come back into alignment. And for someone that's not familiar with this, it can initially feel very similar. It can feel like, is this the same thing? Like, am I okay? It's like, yes, we're not meant to be stuck in our emotions, right? And that's the thing that a lot of people don't learn when they don't get the safe support to process their emotions is that fear of being stuck in the emotion or the emotion lasting for a really long time. And physically, our emotions only last about 90 seconds. They don't last that long. It's when we are in our minds generating that emotional energy and reactivating ourselves and reactivating ourselves and not getting not ever getting to the root of the emotion and not ever processing it the way that I teach my clients, then that emotion just seems to loop around and around and around. And we never get to complete that cycle. And we never get to open ourselves up to that calm, open-hearted state. And if we do that enough, we become overwhelmed. And then that automatic shutdown, disassociative state kicks in, right? So I hope that made sense. <laughs> But if you would like to get on a call with me and we can talk about where you struggle with, if you struggle with disassociation and, you know, you want to move forward and you want to actually be connected to yourself, feel everything, you are sick and tired of being in a cycle of like disassociating and burning out. Because like I said, the emotions can really compound in our body. Um, this is what I help people do. I help you learn how to process your emotions fully and completely so that you can be open to other experiences and you don't have to stay in an emotional loop. I teach you how to break out of that cycle. I teach you where to send your mind's attention so that you can address what's underlying um, those emotions, what's the need, but also what are the obstacles to those needs getting met. Like It's really a process and it's taken me years to develop this process. And so if you would like to not spend almost a decade <laughs> trying to figure this out trial and error, and you'd like to get the support to just know how to apply these things and not just, you know, this isn't, you know, theoretical, this is all very, very practical, getting, you know, exercises to do, areas to focus on, very tailored to you, and giving you real support so that you can learn these skills and when you do you are like going to be mind blown at the shifts the shifts are so fast and and you'll a lot of times my clients are shocked because they're like i'm not doing that much work i'm not spending all these hours journaling i'm not doing all this stuff it's like no 
It's just that we're not taught these skills in this way, packaged up in this structured way that I've created that is really about learning the skills to regulate and process it deliberately so that it doesn't lead to disassociation, so that it doesn't lead to overwhelm, and that you can really eliminate that negative cycle, get clarity around, you know, what you need, who you are, what's going on within you, and really find inner peace because that's the difference. Disassociating doesn't lead to inner peace, but learning this process of processing our emotions fully and completely, and I take you through my four-step framework, that leads to inner peace. And the more you practice it, the more second nature it becomes, the easier it becomes, the less afraid. You're not afraid of your emotions anymore, right? Because you know that our emotions are going to come up again and again and again. And we know how to welcome them and greet them and meet them and and meet ourselves deeper. So if you'd like my support with that, go to the link in my bio, send me a message on Instagram. I can send you the link to set up a call with me and we can discuss working together. I am honored every time I get to work with someone who and take someone from where I used to be struggling and like figuring things out and patching things together and I get to take someone from that to where I am today and where my clients are today after working together and just seeing the shifts and the positive changes and seeing the the way that you know we can really show up to life and thrive rather than just existing rather than just trying to make it through the next day it's there's no you can't put a value on it, right? That's what life is about, is experiencing it all and thriving. So I hope that you took something from this episode. I hope that you reach out to me if you feel like this is something you're ready to take action on, you're ready to learn, you're ready to apply these steps and you're ready to like make the rest of your life amazing and start thriving, um, then reach out to me. And if you have any ideas for future episode topics, message me as well. I'm always looking for inspiration and ideas that can serve you guys better. So I would love to hear about that from you. And with that, I'll let you go. Love you for listening. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.